What's up, Wrestle Nerds? Victor Villain here again, and I'm Old all school. here. That's Back in this business. Woo! And we got a special guest for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You've seen him all across the board and everywhere, pretty much, man. CZW, MLW, most recently AEW, man. He's our boy, man. He is the hitman for hire. He is Mr. Grimm. Oh, what's good, Grim? How you doing today, brother? I'm all right. How about yourself? Oh, man, we trying to just trying to live, man. We trying to live, man. Trying to get by these these crazy times. But man, we here with you, man, and we grateful for it, man. We thankful you here with us tonight. Thanks for sh sharing your time with us, man. I I can't imagine what how busy your schedule must be or, or what what you got going on. But you're here with us tonight, and I, I appreciate you for that. Nah, I appreciate you having me, man. Cool, cool, man. Um, how, so tell me, man, how's how's it been, man? How you been? How you doing, man? How's times treating you right now, man? I know it must be rough right now with, with everything going on and all that. I mean, it's definitely rough because, you know, I lost a lot of my bookings, especially, um, you know, I'm pretty sure other wrestlers can relate. You know, the Mania Week bookings, like, I had a lot of good stuff going on that week and it, you know, just kind of got taken away. So I'm just trying to play catch up, man. I hear that, man. I hear that. Um, you got anything, anybody just, you know, that any promotions out there, you know, that are, are trying to at least get the ball rolling soon or something like that or looking for talent? Um, It's a couple out there right now. Um, One promotion, I would consider it like, you know, kind of like my home promotion, Um, 1CW in Delaware. You know, they're doing like a, um, they're doing a tournament right now, like a tag team tournament honoring, you know, one of our fallen brothers. Um, Eric Chapel, and you know the it's it's gonna be a couple of different um shows and you know until the the final, but it's one on Saturday, it's one on Sunday. Um, I'm actually booked on the one on Sunday. Oh, and oh. you know, um, then on Fourth of July, I have a show in Tennessee with Kapow Wrestling. Then I mean Kapow, they're doing a lot of stuff too. I've gotten. I want to say four dates from them already. Cool. So, um, so this know. this stuff this stuff in the works there for you, man. You 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 got you got you got the ball rolling so far. So at least you're gonna have some good fortune coming coming for you, man. I mean, that's always you know the plan for things to go your way, but sometimes it doesn't. You just gotta roll with the punches, man. No doubt, no doubt, man. Um, but. Tell, talk to me a minute, man. Tell me about how you got into this business yourself, man. How old were you when you first started? How how old did you know you were, were you when you knew you were going to start? Well, I was honestly, um, you know, brought into this business. I forgot how old I was, to be honest. <laughs> but um, I got in here by accident because I was playing college football. And um, when I came home for break, my van broke down. So I started, you know, doing security again, you know, to get more money so I can get another car and um, go back up to play. But um, one day, like my friend had hit me up and said, hey, man, we um, we got a job at a wrestling show. Are you trying to, you know, do security for it? So I was like, all right. It was a show. Um, I believe it was RCW in Baltimore. And, you know, I went there. And I was like, damn, man, this is cool. Like. You know, because I've never been backstage before and been able to actually 
you know, see the wrestlers go over the matches and, you know, what it takes to, um, you know, actually put the match together. Um, not even just a match, a whole show. So you knew wrestling, but you didn't know the ins and outs yet. Yeah. Oh, Th- oh. That's it. Yeah. So I got there and it's funny because every time I tell this story, it's like I always talk about the very first person I saw when I walked through the door. And it was like oh, I immediately fell in love. Who was it? Who was <laughs> so, it? It was Mia Yim. Ooh, oh, wow. Mia. Come on yeah. now. I mean, <laughs> that was it. That was it. So Spoiled. it was, like, it was <laughs> because as soon as I saw her, I was like, damn. I'm like, yo. <laughs> Like, like, regardless of where I would look, my eyes just kept getting glued to her. I was like, yo, man, man, I need to chill out, man. I'm supposed to be working, you know. I'm looking at her. I don't even know her name. You know, bro, I felt like a little high school kid with a um, teacher. (laughs) Facts, facts. Oh, man. But, yeah, like, um, you know, I did security for the show, and... I started um, talking to some of the wrestlers and I told them, you know, I always wanted to be a wrestler. I just didn't know how to get into it. So I asked them what I had to do to get into it. And, you know, they sent me in the right direction. They said that, um, you know, you have to find a school to train with. And then, you know, the rest, you know, let your trainers, you know, guide you in the right direction. So um, what I ended up doing, I went to Gilbergs for a tryout in Maryland. And, you oh, know, okay. I did try out and then I, um, you know, started talking to him. You know, they, he went over the financial part and I was like, oh, man, you know, we want 200 a month. Yeah. And I just, you know, <laughs> I'm a struggling um, college student right now. Thanks, thanks. But, um, yeah, so we talked about it. You know, I, I took time to think about it and I was like, you know, maybe I'll try like another school. So that's what I did. I went to a... Um, I went to a school. I started doing backyard wrestling, to be honest. Oh, and, okay. Yeah. You got it. You, yo, but, you, put, you didn't put one foot in. You got in the whole damn thing. You was like, fuck it. Let's do backyard. Because <laughs> that shit is rough. I mean, it is. But the thing is, um, the company that I was wrestling for, they actually did it in a ring. So right. it wasn't like I was okay. outside or anything. Right, right. Okay. There was some so, legitimacy to it and stuff, right? So like you got the real ring and all that shit. So yeah. others, others are others are terrible, man. Yeah. So they ended up um merging with the with the um professional company. But um yeah, after they merged, they um, you know, they said, you know, um, y'all can train if y'all want. You know, it's gonna cost, of course, but like I had another foot in the door. So I was just like, you know what? Forget it. Since they're going to be um merging and not be a backyard company anymore. Let me go ahead and train. So I did that, you know, started training and me, a lot of people, um, they didn't know this from the start. And some people might not know, but like I have a street mentality. Like I was, you know, kind of raised in DC and I don't take shit from anybody. So the whole you know, the the high school mentality that this wrestling business has, you know, like some of the people where it's like they're talking behind your back and then all of a sudden it's like you approach them. Oh, no, I didn't say anything. A lot of that was going on. And, you know, me, I'm the type of dude, I say how like what I'm feeling. 
and I don't hold stuff back. Like, if I got an issue with you, I'm going to let you know. And I'm going to be like, we got a problem. I mean, look, we can go outside, square up or whatever, and it's whatever. So they were talking about me, and then it got to the point I made this big post, you know, just straight up telling people, y'all going to stop disrespecting me. I'm tired of this. You know, if y'all want to see me, I square with every single person one on one. After I finish with the next dude, we go to the next one until I Man, beat it was the like that. Out of Yeah, and like that's how I put it. And then you know, like the guys, they got scared. It was like because this big ass black dude is like, you know, sitting up there going at people. And to be honest, like I almost got blackballed like before I even, you know, had my first match. And I had to realize that. You know, this is a professional business. If I'm being a professional wrestler, you know, I have to, I have to portray professionalism. So one uh, thing, you know, breaking into the business and um, I had to learn, you know, to know my place, even though I hate saying that, but you have to know your place. And I, I had to learn when to shut the hell up. You know, not all battles are worth fighting. I mean, you know, just say hypothetically, I fight the dude and, you know, whip his ass, then what? Like, what really did I prove? Just that I'm a bigger dude and I can, you know, beat you because you're talking shit about me? No. Like, so, I mean, breaking into the business actually helped me, you know, better evolve into a man and, you know, to be more mature. So, you know, I'm very thankful for, you know, if anything, I'm very thankful for, you know, some of the lessons that I learned just from being in this business. And that shows true growth. True growth indeed, man, to step up like that. You know, one of the questions we usually ask our guests, um, there's always one person you kind of gravitate to, or we've noticed there's always one person you gravitate towards for advice. Uh, I think Mike Quackenbush called it your, your wrestling dad. Is there anyone that you have that you, Go to in terms of just advice for the business, whether it be the match uh, inside or outside the ring. Yeah, I mean, it was a couple of people that I went to, but the main person is Nala Rose. Like, um, oh, she has oh, a, oh. a big part in my gimmick, my development as a, you know, as a man and as a worker. So, yeah, oh, God, shout, oh, shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Nala Rose. Um. You do, you had you did some work with AEW too, man. How was it like working with Wardlow out there, man? And that dark, I saw you on AEW dark recently. <laughs> it was, I'm telling you, it was an unforgettable experience. And you know, granted, it didn't go how I wanted it to go, but I was brought there for a job, and I did exactly what I was brought there to do. And you know, that's another, you know, that's another thing about you know being professional. Like, you have to realize, you know, they're bringing you in for something. I mean, to be honest, I'm not used to getting squashed. Like, I'm a big-ass dude. Like, and right. I can beat you. So, it's like, you know. It's a nice belt. Nice, nice hallway you carry around, boy. Yeah, like exactly. Like belts, man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but it was just like, that right there, it just showed how much that I've grown, you know, the seven years that I've been in here. Because, like, before, I would have been like, damn, man, I want to get out there, you know, get my shit in, show them what I can do. Even though I wanted to show them what I can do, it's still, you know, selling or them seeing that you can sell is showing what you can do. For sure. Yeah. 
for sure on that, man. And I'll tell you what, you got the experience in there, man. You 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 already at that level where you can come into a place like AW, show your maturity and your in-ring experience. And hey, that only that only makes you that much higher, man. That only opens up so many doors and possibilities for you, man. Big ups for you on that and, and taking advantage of the opportunity, man, because not that many people get that chance, man. And you putting in work, you showing that, man. I appreciate that, man. No doubt, man. It's true. It's real. It's real talk, man. Real talk. Uh, but you do play some games, man. <laughs> ah, yeah. talk to me a minute, man. You what's that you play? You play Call of Duty or? I um I play Call of Duty. I play um GTA, Mortal Kombat. Okay, uh, okay. And look, it's weird because it's funny. Like when I um when I tell people that I play this game, they're like, "Yo, you sit up here and body bag people, and this is a game that you play." So <laughs> look, look, you can judge me all you want, but I don't give a damn. But um, I play this game that I downloaded on PlayStation. Um, the PlayStation Store is actually like, um, it's frozen, like like, you know, like, like the movie. Yeah, they have okay. a, um, like a Candy Crush version of fro. Like it's pretty much <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> so I'll be body bagging people in that game too. Oh man, come get it! Whoever wanted in the frozen Candy Crush, come see our boy, man. Y'all don't want the smoke. Y'all don't want it. No, nah, I'm, I'm serious. I be whipping ass in that game. People be getting yo, mad. <laughs> yo, and it's kind of, it's mad games like that. There was a Bejeweled game I used to play on 360 that is just like that. But um, I think it was like one of those gun, you, little marbles that you shoot out and you group them together, something like that. I, I just yeah. want to get the trash talk on that, though. <laughs> as long as you got look, the mic, you I, I, try to, um, I try to downplay it a little bit, like when people first start playing it. I'd be right. like, yeah, you know, don't worry. Like, it's going to take you a minute to get used to it or whatever. <laughs> and, you know, I, I like, I take it easy on them the first couple of games. But then after that, I'm like, nah, bro. It's, it's a wrap. Like, it's a wrap. Straight on them after that. Oh, uh, man. We got we to gotta get on that, man. I be on Call of Duty and stuff, too. But um, the new one has the cross platform. I, that's what I love about it. Because a lot of people, you got PS4. I'm on Xbox still. I will. I am waiting for that PS5, though. So as soon as that launches off, man, big things coming, man. Are you, um, are you, you said you're on Modern Warfare, right? Yeah, I'm on Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, definitely, definitely on that. We'll exchange gamer tags so we can, you know, get on it. Again. Yes, yes. I don't really Let's like do the that. fact that, like, with the, um, with the server, the uh, server. Uh, it, it jams up a well, lot. It does. It does. And it's like, I'll be sitting up there, like, it was this dude that was in a buggy, and I'm sitting up there, um, you know, aiming at him. We started shooting, and then the whole game just, like, kind of freezes, and then he disappears. I'm like, come on, man. And then I'll be running, and then, you like, I'll run, and then all of a sudden, you know, I'm running into a wall, and I'm like, bro, they got to I get, I get mad, yo. I get mad because I get in my head, and then I'll be like, yo, that's some kid on the other side of that with a, with a, with a lag switch messing with me. Like, yeah, and I, yeah, <laughs> I get tight, yo. I'll be getting tight. I'll be on 2K on the same stuff with that. Yo, I don't, yo, I, I get mad. But definitely we gotta get on that because you played um one in the chamber yet? Um, not on that, not on Modern Warfare. I played it on Black Ops Four. Okay, okay, yeah, that's my that's my stuff right now. I'm 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 with one in the chamber right now. I like I like gun game too, man. Big gun game fan. I like that too. Yeah. I mean, um, Black Ops Four, I, like on the first Black Ops that they introduced, I want to say it was Black Ops. Was it Black Ops Two? I think. 
Did they I have no idea. Do? I was good on the first one, but after that, like, I I, I suck on this one. Like, uh, I can't get past the revolver. Yo, we got it. We got to train, bro. That's that's how great teams. That's how great tag teams are formed, man. You go on, you ride together, and then you reach the elite status. So me and you gonna tag team it up. We gonna hit it up, and we gonna reach elite status up in Call of Duty, man. Let's do this thing, bro. I'm with it. <laughs> Old school. Well, you can join in too, but like we gotta train you a bit because I know it's been a while. So you know, dude, I'm I'm talking like I think I had PS2 as a DVD player. Old, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that shit too. We flipped it around and like, shit upside down. <laughs> Facts. Oh man. So what's what's a day in the life backstage, man? Talk to me about. Uh, your routines and 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 some of uh, some of your uh maybe strategies and stuff or or things that help you along the way, uh because you've been to you've been you've been doing a lot of work for a lot of different promotions. I know everyone is pretty much different, so I'm I'm sure there's got to be some consistency in your routine, right? That travel has to be a grind. You know? uh, I mean, I'm used to it now. Like um, you know, it was one time that I've had like three shows in one day. And it was like I had one show in Pennsylvania, then another show in West Virginia, and then the other show was in West Virginia. And yeah, it's like sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta be on the move, man. Like, I, like I'm, I, like I said, I'm to the point I'm used to it. I've been in, um, I did a tour, you know, like um, with Anthony Henry and um, JD Drake, oh, and we started at um xwa in rhode island then we hit limitless in uh, maine then from maine we went to pittsburgh and did like indie wrestling cartel so i mean you know just imagine like going from you know they picked me up in maryland going from maryland to rhode island to maine to pittsburgh serious miles yeah, yeah. How's I I know you sometimes bring your uh, your kids along with you. How's that in terms of doing like a road trip with the with the boys? I mean, it's cool, you know, because my kids get to see like what I do and um always try, like I always let them know that you know regardless of wrestling that they come first. And you know, with me, I didn't really have like my dad in my life when I was coming up. So, like I didn't get a chance to, you know, see all of the stuff that he got to do or be a part of it, you know, with them, you know, whether they like it or not, because my oldest son, you know, he, he likes it a lot more than my youngest. And then my youngest daughter, she just loves wrestling period. And she's two. But, Is he the one that helps you with the entrances too? Yes. Okay. Yep. And um, actually, my oldest, he had, um, he was in a match with me with um, Joy Janela, and he got kicked. Yes. And so yes. The and... How yeah. was that like, man? Like, was he was he excited to do all that? Like, well, he was um, you know, when I asked him if he wanted to be a part of it, you know, he he was like, yeah, yeah, it's cool, let's let's, let's do it. And it was initially just supposed to be, you know, him helping me carry my belt to my body bag out, you know, to the ring. Okay. And then, you know, Joey Janela, he's always coming up with some crazy shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yo, so tell me what you think. What if, like, during the match, 
Like somehow I get you down and then your son comes in and like tries to help you. And then like he gives me like a chop or a strike or something like that. And then I just kick him. And I was like, yo. <laughs> and um, it's easy is as organic as that, man. That's just that's gold. Yeah, and like you know, when he went out there, he did not miss a, a beat at all. You know, he went out there, chopped them. The chop was good. You know, he sold wow. like a champ. And and, and like, one thing that, I, that that gets me too, man. You you I've I've heard you say that you you are also planning on working on on their careers as well. Is, is, is did you mean that when you said that in one of your videos? Whereas you you want you want to work on on what on on working on their dreams and stuff like that. Yeah, like um, whether they want to be a wrestler or right, you know, a cheerleader or you know, a you know, professional archer. Like my thing is, I'm gonna help them do what they want to do because, like, no, I never thought that I would be where I am in wrestling. You know, every time, like I told you know some people that I wanted to be a wrestler, people were like, oh man, you're chasing a pipe dream. You know, nothing's ever gonna come from it and. Like, even when I was training, you know, people talked down to me and said, you know, I wasn't going to be anything. But, like, look at me. Like, if you, you know, work your ass off and stay dedicated to it, like, you never know what can happen. Because all it takes is that one opportunity. And, you know, you can go from struggling, clawing to working your way to the top. True that, man. And, and that's just another layer, man. Just another layer, you bro, like a dedicated father. Added that that's, that goes right on top, man. You you're doing big things, man. Yeah, like, like I tell my kids come first. If it came, you know, to my kids and wrestling, like I'll drop wrestling and you know not even think twice. Much respect like, for that. Yeah. It's it's just so it's so it's so nice to hear, man. And you know, it's such a hard time with the news these these days and and it's just so good to hear that the, the, there's still good people doing this thing man because it's a scary it's a scary locker room out there if you know what i mean yeah it not is to name, not to name anything specifically just just to say that is enough and 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 you know the, the, the good guys like you man yo keep rocking bro keep doing your thing you you gold right now man and and and, and <laughs> Maybe that maybe that would one day entail your son to uh, uh you guys gonna be working on a, a wrestling path, and, and I, that I know for sure I can already tell you have so much joy with that. Yeah, I do, man. Like right now, um, I'm actually um, you know, training my oldest. Like he he told me he wants to train to be a wrestler, so I've been training him. There it is. There it is. You know, him and my youngest son. Like, my youngest son, he's not my athletic child at all, by any means. <laughs> very proud of him, you know. Um, it was two Sundays ago. You know, he was training. He was doing drop-downs. And I was telling him, you know, when you nice. do your drop you got to lay flat. Like, because somebody can step on you if you don't. So, he messed up and, you know, didn't lay all the way flat and got stepped on. And you, could, you can clearly tell that he was hurt. Oh, but man. I told him, I was like, look, man. Like, you can go over there, sit down or whatever. I know you're hurt. He was like, no, nah, I'm going to keep on going. And that right there, I was like, damn, you know. that That's all I asked for. If you're going to do something, just give me your all. You don't have to be perfect at it. Just give me your all and be coachable. 
Definitely go to Google. That's a great piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Hey, Grim, is, is there anyone out there that you'd like to work with right now out in the indie scene or, or maybe in, in the other promotions? Yeah, uh, I, I've i been um, trying to get a match with Jeff Cobb and Shane Taylor. Oh, like, um, oh boys. So, so when, uh, when I was talking to a villain before, I was like, you give me such Shane Taylor vibes. <laughs> like just a just a big agile man, and then and then the uh, the hitman for hire gimmick. I was like, this is like uh, I want to see him versus Shane Taylor. Now so it was just funny. <laughs> and the thing, the funny thing about it is, we were supposed to have a body bag match a couple of years ago, nice. and the um the company, like I mean, we had a lot of traction with it too, like um like sports. Like sports um casters, they were like hyping it up and stuff like that. Nice. And then I think a couple of days before the show, the company folded. Oh, man. That's how it goes, man. But hey, there's gonna be some other chances. I'm sure somebody gonna pick this up because this gotta be booked, bro. We gotta we gotta see this. This gotta happen for sure. I'm just man. saying, isn't ROH based out of Baltimore now? Yeah. Facts. Not, yeah. Yo, not and far, huh? not for nothing, man. That's spinning tombstone, yo. I gotta see you execute that bad boy on on some Shane Taylor right there, man. Yo, Look, that's a the, sick the move. The person that I've done like the spinning tombstone to, I believe he was like three twenty. Nice. Yeah, like I had the video of it. You can see I was like. I was like, damn! Like sometimes, like, <laughs> like I, I, I impress myself still to this day. Like, you know, I'm a lot stronger than what I give myself credit for. Like, I don't know if you've seen the video or like the picture of me holding like three people. Like, I had two on my shoulders and then one in my um my arms. Like nothing. Like nothing. Any yo, have you ever gotten like you got to be so careful with that with those power drivers, man? Like. Luckily, have you had any had any scares? Like worried? Like, oh, I, I'm, I'm. I hope I don't, you know, mess something up or anything. Like, well, for starters, um, I had to practice that move for a while, and um, you know, just for the safety of my opponent, right? Because right. when you tell them you do a spinning tombstone powder. They're like, oh yeah, I'm not taking that. Like, <laughs> I mean, because it's a, it's scary, like being there, like under, like upside down, and then spinning, and then possibly dropped on your head. So, yeah. at, um, what I started doing is I started like leaning forward when I would do it, kind of like um, um, ah, oh, what is his name, bro, bro, dude. Oh, like uh, Riddle does? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like Riddle. And, you know, I was talking to Nala, and she was saying, you know, it almost looks like a power slam. So she said, look, yeah, back to doing the spike opposed to, like, the power slam look because it looks more devastating. So yeah. um, I took her advice, and, like, it's a clip that I posted from um, Fight, Fight Club where um, I'm not sure if you know him or not, but it's this dude named Christian Robinson. Like, okay. he goes like a, um, a head scissors. And I catch him from out of it and this like spin. And like as I'm spinning, I just do the power, like the tombstone from right there. Like all one motion. That's sick, man. That is sick. 
And it's, I, I bet it is a lot of fun to do. <laughs> I mean, it is. Like, I tell people, like, it's a lot more scarier. It looks more scarier than what it really is. Right, like, right, right. you get hurt, it's probably because you didn't put your head where it needed to be. Right. Right. And the fact that you trained already to do it, you have to be a professional to use it. You wouldn't use it if you didn't have to master it as yet. So seeing you do it as well as you do, I'm pretty sure you don't have any issues with anybody trusting you, you know? I mean, you still do have some people who are like, oh, I'm not taking that or, you know, but that's why I have like different things that I can put you away with. Like, it's not just the tombstone. Like, okay. I have a, like, two submissions that I can put you out with. I have a running knee I can put you out with, the 450. You know, like, sometimes I finish people with my um, springboard swing blade. Like nice. and, You show very much acrobatic acumen in your, uh, in your moveset, sir. I love how you hop in and out of those ropes, man. For sure. Right. I used to play basketball. Like, um, I used to be able to dunk. And I used to be a cheerleader. So that Yo. right there helped out a lot. Perfect resume. Perfect right there. Yo, all of that is in there. Dude, I want to thank you so much, man, for your time, brother. You yo, appreciate you, man. But before I let you go, man, I gotta let you know that we show we like to show we like to end the show with a quick round of chair shots. We call it the lightning round. Um quick questions, um, whatever comes to your mind first, you can take your time with it, all right? <laughs> all right. All right, back. So what's your favorite cheat meal? Pizza. Oof. What's on that pizza? Um, probably about five or six different cheeses. Nice. Good, good. Even in the bread too, the crust too. I love that stuffed crust, man. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Yeah. Like, I mean, but pizza is too expensive to be getting like five toppings and then Right. Yo, yeah. Little Caesars, bro. They upgrading. Talk to me. Favorite movie? Beauty and the Beast. Nice. My wife, too, man. I like it, too. Superpower, if you had one. I would want to be able to turn invisible. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, who's a person you would like to meet, real or fictional? Oh, that's a good question. Damn. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't, don't worry. Think... Don't worry. There's a list of 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 a long list of wrestlers that couldn't make it through the entire list. Don't feel bad. Oh no, no, I'm gonna make it through the list. We're gonna make All it. Right. All right, that's what I'm talking about. But um, if it was one person that you know I could meet. I would probably say, um, don't, don't look, look, don't, don't judge me here. Don't judge me here. Cause I'm, I'm gonna go fictional. I'm gonna go fictional. <laughs> okay. Hey, all right. Which character from Frozen though? It's not <laughs> a character from Frozen. <laughs> okay. It's, um, you remember Roger Rabbit? Yeah. Yeah. The girl from Roger Rabbit. I forgot what okay. her name is. Jessica Rabbit? Oh, Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica. Yes, bro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'd have Facts. to like that for my wife. Like, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I 
love it. He said, Jessica Rabbit. Uh, what's the worst purchase you have made? The worst purchase? Okay, like we can we can be we can be real here, right? Yo, yo, only facts, baby. <laughs> All right, so I ended up buying this. Um, I went to this little sex shop, and I got like this little um this pocket, yeah, and yeah. It, it sucked. I was like, uh, bro, uh, <laughs> I was so upset. Like, <laughs> it was just such a letdown. And like the thing is, it had the name Jessica on it, so I was like, man, it's about to be torch. You know, they got Jessica's name on here. Jessica about to get that work. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yo, did this thing freeze? I, I paid. <laughs> Look, I, I guess my, my pocket. um. It, it scared him so much. We didn't know what else to do. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to wait. <laughs> Uh, Grandma, another question we usually ask is, uh, what, what was the worst injury that you've uh, ever had happen to you? Um, the worst injury is when I broke my hand. Um, I was playing football. Well, I came from practice, and like this is back when I was a high head, and the running back he called me a bitch. So I was like, bruh. So like, I mean, who that? Back then, like, I would literally, like, fight you just for the hell of it. Like, yeah. So he called me a bitch. I told him not to call me a bitch. And then he did it again. So I was like, all right, cool. I got you. So after that, you know, we finished practice. We got in the locker room. And I was like, oh, so I'm a bitch, right? And he was like, yeah. So I stole him in his mouth, bro. And I hit him, like, so, like, he dropped. And then, like, I broke my damn hand, like. Yeah. Uh, wait, so like he dropped and you didn't hit him? No, or, like, you hit him no, and he, he broke your hand. He caught him, him. he caught him, I but it broke his hand. Oh. Damn, that poor face. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but what is a useless talent that you may have? Um, I'm very good at musical chairs, I'm undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we gotta we gotta get you out to Blue Forty Two and have this musical chairs tournament now. That's I'm it. telling you, you intentionally <laughs> set me up to lose. I'm kicking somebody's ass. <laughs> Word. Oh man, what other languages, if not if you do, if any, do you speak? Um, it's just English right now. But currently, I'm um, um I'm on this app called Duolingo, and oh, I'm working nice. on Japanese and I'm working on Spanish right now. Oh, so great. Uh, what is your biggest fear? I wouldn't say that it's a fear because I ain't afraid of a damn thing. Thanks. But what I can say is if I had to say my biggest fear, my biggest fear is not being, you know, the dad that I needed to be for my kids and, you know, not being able to teach them how to be a man and how to take care of their family. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, what is more important to you, the heel or the face? I would say the heel. Like, because without the heel, you know, the face can't get that sympathy from the crowd. 
you know, the heels demeanors and, you know, him cheating and him beating down on the face. That's what causes the fans to get behind the, like the face, like without, like the heel actually controls the match. Who's your favorite heel of all time? Any era, any time, whatever. Raven. Raven. Nice. ECW or WCW Raven? I'm talking about WCW Raven. Nice. The flock. That was the reason I say that Raven, you know, that character actually helped me out a lot when I was growing up because, you know, I was one of the outcasts too, not liked by a lot of people. And, you know, he like just watching him taught me to not give a damn about what people think. I'm going to be me regardless. And if you don't like it, you can see me with the hands. Facts, man. Facts. Um, What is one message you would give to your fans? I would tell them that if you're going to be a wrestling fan, make sure that you respect everybody. Like, not even just the business, but respect the fans, too. Because, like, with everything going on right now, it has to be a comfortable environment for everybody. Like, you know, some fans might be turned off right now because of what's going on. You know, like, just treat everybody with respect. And don't think just because some wrestlers are, you know – messed up individuals that everybody's like that true that true that man facts and thanks thanks for 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 the insight and 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 the strong words man and hopefully that that resonates to me because we need it and the wrestling world needs it it's it's not a it's not a great time but it's dark times but like any other time we should be able to get through this and and with real wrestlers like you man yo we can do we can do it i'm sure of it Brother man, thank you again for your time. Um, thank you, my man. I, yo, appreciate you, man. Please be safe out there. Stay safe and keep grinding, man. You're doing your thing, man. You're going to be doing big things. I, I can't wait to see you, man. No, I appreciate it, man. Y'all be safe and thank you for having me. Anytime, man. Anytime. You ever in New York, Jersey area, please hit us Let up. Us know, please. We need to get around on us and yo, kick it. Straight kick it, bro. Yeah, like I like it's funny because I just did a podcast for like earlier today from somebody from New York, and I really? told him I was to be on the Battle Club show for the Fourth of July, and I was no supposed to way. go against Shane Taylor. Why every time I'm supposed but, to go against Shane Taylor, something happens? That's crazy. It's it's man. escalating till it can reach the biggest stage possible. That's all it is. Right, right. right. Well, now we linked up, and now we gonna make sure it happens even more. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, no problem, man. No problem, man. Please be safe, man. Thank you again. You too. Be safe.